From the world of sports to the world of pop culture and beyond, it's Step 1, Learn Sports. Now, your hosts, Brittany Wench and Avery Harder. This is Step 1, Learn Sports. I'm Brittany Wench. I'm Avery Harder. We got producer Arby in the house, Brett Bryan of Titans Radio. We... Every week, every time we have a new episode, we bridge the gap between pop culture and sports. We break down sports and stats and player news and team news in a way that is easy to follow, easy to understand, and we try and make it a little bit fun. We have a, we have a couple laughs along the way. You know, Brittany also, uh, she Venmo's me $10 before we record every time to laugh at her. That's a lie. Just so you know. That is a lie. All it's of the a last public I- payment. You can go check it at Avery-Harder on Venmo. Yeah, and then get that receipt and you will see <laughs> that that is not true. We have a lot, a lot to get to today, mostly because the ESPYs were last night. Red carpet season is my favorite, and I understand that ESPYs is not falling during red carpet season, but it it breaks it up a little bit because it's heavy in the beginning of the year. Obviously, sports are big at the beginning of the year, too, with Super Bowl, uh, national championships, everything like that. And then we go into baseball season, hockey season, hockey ends, basketball ends, baseball's kind of vibing, and then we get, bam, event in the middle of the summer. I know. I'm I'm a big fan of it. It is the Grammys. It is the Oscars for sports, for the sports world. And it's, it's kind of funny because, like you said, it kind of falls in the middle of the year, but it falls at the very, very end of the NBA season. Like, it's kind of like they're the accumulation of their season all in one big night party. But then it's also the like last hurrah for NFL. Like this is the last big party they can have. That's before true. Yeah. Then they got to get back. So, yeah. Do you know why it happened yesterday? Tell me. I bet you're, I bet you're going to tell me. Uh, oh, I am. Even if you already know <laughs> yesterday is the only day in the entire year that there is no sport played. No game. Was played yesterday. Oh, it had nothing to do with like seven, ten, nineteen. You just mean like why yesterday yes. of all days? Oh, yes, has nothing to do with the actual date. There was just no professional sport played yesterday. Mm. Big news. Speaking of big news, we have your sixty-second skinny. First and foremost, we are going to give you a complete recap of the two thousand nineteen ESPYS. What Avery's and my biggest takeaways were. From last night, the fashion, uh, the presenters, the big moments, the winners, everything. We've got it right here. And that's pretty much going to be the bulk of our episode uh, today. So we're going to end it with no dumb questions. We have a we have a, um, a great question in about golf later at the end of this episode that um, pretty sure we have a complete handle on. We're going to try and break it down as much as we possibly can. But let's start with the 60-second skinny, Avery. All right, diving into it. Number one, still the hottest topic in sports right now, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George joined the L.A. Clippers via free agency just early last week. They will also be gaining Billy Crystal as a new big fan of theirs. Billy Crystal, you will recognize his name and voice from Monsters Incorporated. Classic. The U.S. women's national team landed in New York City yesterday morning to a welcome home parade and were given the keys to the city after bringing home a second consecutive World Cup trophy. Which is huge. The second time in a row. And they have that every four years. So it's Mm -hmm. like eight years. They're now these reigning champs. Like for eight years, you can say, I am a champion. The GOATs. Chargers running back Melvin Gordon requests a new contract for more money or he will not come to training camp and he is demanding a trade. I literally cannot wait until we get to him on the red carpet, what his look was, because it was, I just can't wait to dissect that. So we're going to get into that a little bit later. If you haven't Googled what he looked like at the ESPYs last night, Google it now. 
Serena Williams is one match away from her 24th Grand Slam title as she prepares for the finals at Wimbledon. I would not want to be on the other side of that, of, of the net from her at all. No, unless you're Coco. Number one draft pick Zion Williamson is out for the Summer League and won't see the court until the beginning of the regular season due to a bruised knee. A bruised knee. Weak. Basketball Hall of Famer Bill Russell was given the Arthur Ashe Award for Courage last night at the ESPYs thanks to his impactful decades-long work with the civil rights movement. I really want to get into that moment at the ESPYs. He was given this award and who presented it was Kobe Bryant. Like Kobe came out. I, I didn't know that Kobe was going to be there before he, before they announced that he was yeah. coming out. But I thought that that was such a special moment for Kobe Bryant to be the one that came out there and the presented the award. It was such a special, special moment. Um, but first things first, ESPYs, ESPYs in general, what is it? The history of it. Let's dive right into it. Break so it down. the ESPYs, uh, Avery, I don't know if you thought this, but um, I kind of thought the term ESPYs for a long time had to do with ESPN. Yeah, I always thought it was an acronym related to ESPN. Totally I never agree. I never thought to question it. I mean, it just matches up. ESPN is the world's largest sports thing owned by ABC, makes sense for award shows, completely validated in my mind to go as a correlation. ESPYs stands for Excellence in Sports Performance Yearly Awards. It had been presented by ESPN, but this year broadcast by ABC. They were in L.A. I wonder, uh, Staples Center, right? No, Kodak Theater. Yeah, Kodak Theater. Yes. I wonder if if it's presented by ABC, I wonder if ESPN is going to try and work on naming rights for that just because the brand of hearing ESP, you automatically assume the correlation. So I wonder if there's a business side coming onto that it too. It used to be ESPN. I wonder if it'll come back though mm. to be the actual ESPN ESPY awards. That's possible. They are put on every year to recognize individual and team athletic achievement and other sports-related performances during the calendar year preceding a given annual ceremony. It's almost as old as me. It started, it is, actually, I'm two months older than it. It started in 1993, and it would have done in the middle of July, and I was born in April of 93, so we got a young one on our hands. It's typically hosted by a contemporary celebrity, and this year it was Tracy Morgan, which I was so happy to see. Yeah, I... I'm happy to see him back in the limelight. He obviously had a very terrible accident a couple years ago. Recently had another one. Yes. And another one. Two million dollar Bugatti. I don't know what I would do if I was in that situation. One, if I saw a two million dollar Bugatti. Second, got the chance to drive a two million dollar Bugatti. We're going 10 miles an hour in the far right lane. He made fun of himself for crashing it or getting into an accident and in his opening monologue. Did you see it? Yeah. I I thought he did a really great job delivering it. My roommate and I were kind of going back and forth on whether she thought she liked it or not. But I thought his de- after I rewatched it um twice and I thought that his delivery was great. I I um I can see I like seeing that he's back hosting things again because yeah. didn't he host he hosted another award show a couple years he's ago. hosted the daytime emmys before and i emmys. think he's also hosted the um nighttime emmys but he it's just it's nice to see him comfortable enough to be back out because he was he was away for a while as one should he had a terrible experience a huge lawsuit smacked on top of that that he was putting on someone else not that was on him and it was that's a lot to go through to already be in the limelight Take a step back and to be able to fight your way back to such a prominent audience. I mean, you have 
everyone of everyone there. You have Kobe. You have women's national team straight off a World Cup. You have everyone there. So I'm very happy to see him back, and I like his demeanor. He was great. Um, The night was full of many great moments, many great awards, many great athletes, great um, caliber of people that were in that room. The red carpet. We need to start there. Okay, what were some of your favorite looks? The red carpet. Or not favorite looks. I don't know if I have... Usually every red carpet, Grammys, Oscars, everything, I have a die-hard favorite look. This year, I feel like my least favorite look, and it seems strange to hate something that you can't see on the outside, but I, I hated Gronks. Really? Because the picture going around, it's just a black suit, uh, gray shirt, black jacket, but he's opening the jacket to reveal the Patriots emblem on the inside left. Okay. And it's like floral on the inside with the Patriots logo on it. The inside of the jacket was really busy, and it was stressing me out for some reason, and no one could see it except the one Getty picture that's going around. See, and I kind of felt the opposite. I did not see that picture. I really liked his look because I thought it was very classic. I am really not a fan of this whole men's, like there's there's this whole movement right now of like men's suits and shoes combo. Yeah. I feel like a lot of them are doing these like very loud outfits, whether they're um, velvet suit jackets or loud prints or something, but then they're wearing pants that are too short and loafers with no socks. I'm, I like the loafers with no socks, but there's a cropped pant going on right now that I do. It's all over the bachelorette too. I I know. Tyler C keeps wearing them and they are too long to be crops, too short to be pants. And they are very tight. Agreed. And I think there's a certain place for it. Like there's a space for that type of style. I'm just not sure that I was huge on it at this classy of an award show. I don't know. I I like the sock with no shoe as long as the pant is long enough. But have you seen what OBJ wore? Oh, my gosh. He looked like when you go to Publix and check out and they say paper or plastic. He looks like the paper bag. He does. It was the biggest pocket I have ever seen on a shirt or a vest. I mean, I guess it is multifunctional at that point. But what does he have there? That's like cargo shorts. What do you have in all your pockets? It was this tan, like almost jumper looking, but two pieces. It was shorts. It looks like a backwards sh- backpack. Well, it, I th- and I thought that that's what he was wearing at first. But also, I uh, I heard that he was going, the look that he was going for was an NFL sideline photographer. He looks like he's wearing one of those vests. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure that yeah. that is what he was going for. Um, I laughed so hard. So I was going through and looking at um, some pictures and who everyone was wearing. Jared Goff wearing Banana Republic. Um, uh, Gabrielle Union, like in, in Swarovski crystals and, and everything. And then you get, you get to... Um, I just thought there were like these huge, big brand names like Prada, Gucci, and then Jared Goff, Banana Republic. Now, don't get me wrong. It was a midnight blue velvet suit coat, but I thought that this dude is Banana Republic. He is what? He might be 26, 25 or 26. Millions at his fingertips, fresh off of a Super Bowl. Right. Youngest? Youngest? Yeah. Youngest quarterback to ever start in a Super Bowl. And he is wearing Banana Republic. Like you could go to the mall and pick that up. Which I, I also would like to say, he reminds me of a mix of Ben Platt from Pitch Perfect oh. and Ryan Gosling. Oh, a bit of a stretch on the art. No, 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 no. If you go look at a picture, I swear, it is like it is like a, a, a melt, a melted face of Ben Platt and Ryan Gosling. 
I don't know. I just was okay. So I haven't seen any pictures of him. Was Blake Bortles there? He's Jared I didn't see Goff's any pictures backup. What mm. if he needed him. help on the red carpet? I did see Tobias Harris, who is a basketball player from the Philadelphia 76ers. He is already six foot nine, and he wore these vertical striped pants, which, ladies, we all know that when you wear vertical stripes, it's supposed to make you look leaner, longer. longer. Uh-huh. He looked like a giant. Did he look like he was like nine feet tall at that point? Yeah, like taco, nine foot taco six fall? inches instead of six foot nine inches. That, yeah, you got to be, you got to work on your patterns. You don't want horizontal stripes Mm -mm. unless you are prepared to suck in all night and if you're already that tall you don't need any stripes because stripes elongate your body as they're supposed to do we talked in the 60 second skinny about melvin gordon Mm -hmm. right yeah um did you see what he was wearing and how he did his hair aren't his pants super short and tight too they are they are too short to be like they are like capris is what they are (laughs) and he's got these white sneakers on his his whole suit is got this like interesting orange tan type hue to it and i found out that the undershirt is lace it's like from the outside looks kind of like flowery ish oh yeah it looks kind of like a camo vibe like from afar white skinny tie and he also is wearing his hair like there's this new thing with dreads that i noticed <laughs> as they were they were panning the audience they take their hair and they put it on top of their heads in this sloppy bun i wouldn't even call it a messy bun it is a sloppy bun i used to wear my hair like that when i played basketball well a messy bun he's wearing it to an award show it's hard to it's hard to perfect but I once do, you get it right it's good but yeah if i'm going on the red carpet probably not going to the sloppy bun route but also I mean, you have dreads. You can't just, like, curl it or straighten it or whatever style he wants to do with his hair. With dreads, you have to untwist them or cut off. True. And, I mean, he it's not like he didn't know the awards were going to be that night, so he maybe could have prepared. But I, I think the sloppy bun looks with what he was going for. Speaking of hair, then we just talked about Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> However, he presented the first award mm-hmm. with um, Gabrielle Union. At Queen. And did you notice Sans yellow hair, Sans yep. bleached tips? Yeah, the tips are gone. It is trimmed up. The beard is trimmed too. And I like that look. I liked his face. From his neck up, the hair and the facial hair was working for him, I thought. Do you think, so uh, Baker Mayfield got married um, two weeks ago. Do you think he was at the wedding? Maybe he was in it now that they're teammates. Oh, that's a good question. I've just been trying to spruce up for the ladies. I'm not sure if OBJ is married or in a relationship, but he might be on the prowl. He may have been, but I'm going to say with making your list, I mean, we've talked about this. When you're planning a wedding, it is like way in advance. You make your list. You check it twice. Yeah. He may have been like last minute add on like, oh, hey, we had a couple people drop out. We've got room for you. Yeah. Do but you, we'll think about letting you in. Yeah. But maybe I don't know if he made the A list. I don't think he was a starter. Probably not. Yeah. He's I mean, he's a backup in my mind, regardless, since he went to the Browns. There were so many big moments last night, big moments that like brought me to tears, which is no surprise because it doesn't really take much for me to be <laughs> moved by something. No, but I think the SBs are probably kind of known for that because they have the Arthur Ashe Award, which I believe it was four years ago, went to Robin Roberts Mm. because she had just gone through her bone marrow transplant and her cancer and everything. And it was one of the most emotional experiences that I've gotten to watch. Agreed. Last night, the Arthur Ashe Award for Courage went to Bill Russell, who, as we said earlier, um, 
was very impactful for his decades-long work in the civil rights movement. He became the NBA's first black head coach in 1966. He was given the Medal of Freedom by President Obama in 2011. 11-time NBA champion with the Celtics, all of them with the Celtics. I thought that the tribute and recognition was excellent. I was a big fan of it. I thought it was too, and everyone else seemed to be on the same page. It's it's kind of amazing when something like that happens and everyone is in agreement of who should receive that because some people might think that someone sacrificed more to be there or made a bigger impact, but it seemed like everyone, whether they are were at the award show or everyone on social media, was right behind him and right behind this choice of receiving such a prestigious award. And I, another thing I thought was so cool was, um, so he is a little bit older, I would say. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get up and come up on stage, so they um, recognized him up in the balcony. And so they the camera pans the audience and goes all the way up to the balcony, and everyone turns and looks. I mean, it was just such a such a special moment because you've got Kobe there on stage giving the whole speech. Then they do a video um, about all of his accomplishments and. Again, just to shine a light on Kobe, he walks out and everyone, we're in this day and age of flashy suits and maybe a suit, but maybe just a t-shirt and pants with, with cropped bottoms or sneakers or loafers or nice. He walks out in this classic, timeless gray suit, like the greatest would. Black Mamba at it again. I loved his moment walking out. So anyway, he gives the whole speech. I thought it was great. I loved the tribute. I thought they did an excellent job with Bill Russell. I think so too. And I don't know to have that much of an impact both in your career and in the community is a true testament to who you are as a person, because it's not all about work. It's, it's so much more than being a head coach of a NBA team. Speaking of being a head coach, can we please talk about the Jimmy V award for perseverance? I've never seen a crowd stand up the entire time for a, for someone accepting an award. No one thought it was beautiful. To sit. Rob Mendez is the head coach of the JV football team for Prospect High School in Saratoga, California. He looked for that job for 14 years. He was born without arms or legs. Like literally he is just a body and a head mm-hmm. due to Tetra Amelia syndrome, which I had never heard of before. But you see this man leading this football team and his acceptance speech at the end where he yells, I mean, I just, I, I was so moved by his story of perseverance. Yeah, I remember being uh, taken aback by him. One day we were watching um, the ESPYs and John Hamm had narrated a, it was, it was kind of a commercial, but also kind of like a little documentary. It was a longer than like a 60 second commercial and he was in it and playing and he had the helmet on, he had pads on. It Rob was, Mendes? Yeah. Like he didn't. Like he obviously wasn't playing, right, but right, he was right. dressed the part and it was, you need to go back and watch it. Sports right. Center produced it. It is one of the most moving things. And it has, um, Shaquem Griffin. Yes, it has Shaquem Griffin in it too. He has, uh, one of his arms was trapped in an umbilical cord whenever he was in the womb. It features a lot of disability athletes and he was one of the ones that was able to be in the commercial and it was incredibly moving. And did you see that the Panthers coach? Invited him to yes, come to the sideline of the I Panthers. Did yeah, it was. It's wild. He, if you didn't catch the speech or catch the story, he basically lives. He has a caretaker constantly because he can't do anything for himself. He lives, moves, breathes in this mechanical wheelchair. I, I, 
didn't look into how he moves it and how he's able to maneuver around, but he makes this thing move. I know he, I saw he had kind of something around his neck. I didn't know if those were attached to his sunglasses or if that was something that kind of helps him move the chair around. But I mean, he functions as a head coach on a regular basis. Like the fact that he brought that team, that JV team to a championship after his first year. I I am so happy that he was given the Jimmy V award for perseverance. Did you see what he wore? He was spot on with his, as I think you would appreciate. Mm -hmm. He is in a classic Navy blue suit, white shirt. I loved it. Um, The bat, Pat Tillman Award for Service, speaking of things that move you to tears. Yeah, I the SB's got it right this year with all of totally. these. Like every single thing was completely moving and so so deserved. Like if they were to give me a ballot of who else you should be able to vote on, not a chance would I have picked these three people. Like next time I think that my life is really hard, I'm going to go back and think about what it's like to not have a leg or not have any arms or legs. Yes. Go and, back and watch these. And to to rock climb with one leg and one artificial leg is beyond mind-blowing. Yeah. Former uh, Marine Corps Sergeant Kirsty Ennis received so many standing ovations as she won the Pat Tillman Award of Service last night. She is... I don't even, I have no words to describe it. She was injured in a helicopter crash while in active duty. And, I mean, she put the team on her back, for lack of a better phrase. I use that pretty often. But she does what every American soldier signs up to do. She she fought and she tried to save. And I'm so glad that she was able to come home safely. Her left leg after this helicopter crash, left leg amputated facial trauma, brain injury, cervical and lumbar spine trauma, bilateral shoulder damage. Like I feel injured just by reading that. She after um after surgery they had to amputate her leg. 1 year after the crash, she tried to take her own life. It didn't thank goodness that it didn't pan out, but she now runs the Kirsty Ennis Foundation, whose stated mission is to financially support deserving organizations that are dedicated to improving the quality of life of individuals and families. This nonprofit organization also aims to provide education, opportunity, and healing in the outdoors, hence why she's a rock climber, a snowboarder. Like, those are things. I struggle with rock climbing. I like it, but I struggle with it. And It's she's hard. A, she, wasn't it the Mount Everest that she was like 200 meters away from getting to the top yep. but had to turn back around because their oxygen level was insanely low? Yeah, and once you get close to, like, the Everest base camp, it is insane change of altitude. But the fact that she does that one leg with all – I mean, yes, it's been pr- nine years since the crash, but – you don't come back from those injuries. Like you are constantly feeling the residual effect. And I mean, she has an inspiration to me and I know an inspiration to all the athletes that she was in front of showing the resilience of what the human body and human mind can do, no matter what you've put it through or what circumstances have been put on you. Bow down. We are not worthy. Uh, The awards from last night. Let's get into some of those. Those were fun. My, I'm going to go ahead and jump into uh, my most deserving one, obviously, women's national team. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, Wins. Yes. Best team, SB, not best team women or men, 
best, best team, team overall. Period. And then after that, Alex Morgan tweets a selfie of her with the trophy, and she says, I think this is the second best trophy that we brought home this week. Oh, for and sure. And I was like, that's what I'm here for. They are spitting out insane celebratory content from the time they finished the finals on Sunday through, I hope, the end of the Olympics next year. They literally had that parade in New York, jumped on a plane, yeah, walked into the ESPYs and pretty much received the award as they were, as it was being announced that they were the winners. It's like, oh, uh, time to walk up, which I also really liked seeing them all dressed up. Oh, yeah, me too. And, like, because normally we see them, you know, no makeup, soccer, and they all look so beautiful. Um, Alex Morgan received mm. the award for best female athlete. Yes. Um, Much did say. you see her arms? She makes Michelle Obama's arms look bad, oh. and we all know Mo Obama has some of the best arms in this country. There are some times where you think, like, that's what you think your arms look like, and then you look in the mirror, and you're like, there's got to be a mistake. No, that's my not. arms but look like they ate her arms. She looked killer. Um, best moment award went to the retirement of Rob Gronkowski, Lindsey Vaughn, and Dwayne Wade, the three of them all retiring um, in the same year. Rob Gronkowski, tight end for the New England Patriots, just coming off of a Super Bowl win. I would really like to know, is he moving to Nashville, and does he want to come on the podcast? Because he's hanging out with a lot of people that we know. Yeah, he's working out with Sean Booth. He's getting his IV treatments from Bobo. He is infiltrated the Nashville market. He's here pretty often. I know he's a fan of the Scooters. So I'm hoping that the fact that our town got banned from scooters and I believe August 1st is the last day. I hope that doesn't deter him because I think Gronk, I mean, anyone that's ever been to Nashville, the nightlife needs no help. But I think Gronk would take it to the next level. Oh, without a doubt. Lindsey Vaughn, an American alpine skier. Um, I actually just saw, I follow Gunnar Peterson on Instagram. Yeah. He trains the Kardashians. He tra- he's trained The Rock. He trains he's tons a monster. of people. He actually is also um, the director of strength and agility training for the LA Lakers. Fun fact. Oh, okay. He was just training her. her she's What she can do is amazing. I mean, obviously being an alpine skier is like Do you think but- that... So, P.K. Subban mm-hmm. used to be a hockey player for the Preds. Yeah. He got traded to New Jersey. Right. He's dating Lindsey Vaughn. So, maybe we lose Lindsey Vaughn, but we get Gronk. I'd be okay with that trade. I would, too. I did not think that that's what you were going to ask me. Ooh. I thought that you were going to ask me about her <laughs> shout-out to P.K. on stage. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> she gave not. him a shout-out. And I don't know if, like, this, the microphones just did not pick up that she was giving him a shout out or, or was not picking up that, that was the audience was clapping. No, he was there, but oh. I don't know if the microphones just didn't pick up that the audience was clapping or not, oh. but she was like, yes, that was a shout out. And I was like, that's awkward. Oh, sometimes, kinda... sometimes production just yeah. gets it, gets a little confused. Yeah. And then Dwayne Wade also retired. He is an NBA player, most notably for his time at the Miami heat. He played for like a millisecond at the bulls and with the Cavs, but yeah. most of his time was at Miami heat. Well, when he was at the heat it was also when LeBron was there and they had that incredible run oh, yeah. of being undefeated. One of my, I think my favorite award that got given out would be best game because it was oh, L.A. Rams yes. versus Kansas City Chiefs, Monday Night Football. Rams won 54 do you to 51. I do. But this is the first time since 2011 that a regular season game won that award. Oh, it's been it. postseason yeah. since then. But that game, I mean, if that could have been the Super Bowl, I would have been so okay with it. Um, one of my favorites, and it's mostly because of um, – 
the nominee, not the winner, but the best record-breaking performance. I just think it's a, like incredible to break a record in general. So all the people that were in this category, like props to you. Um, Drew Brees won for breaking Peyton Manning's record of career passing yards. Mm-hmm. And not only was his speech amazing, but his kids were so adorable. His kids dressed up like Zion Williamson. <laughs> they looked so cute. They were all in matching uh, matching suits. It was like a magenta, like full magenta top and bottom suit. And there's a picture of all three boys and Zion is cutest thing ever. Um, but also in that category, there was a kid, a high school kid named Matt Bowling okay. from Texas. In April, he accomplished something that no other high schooler has ever done with the 100 meter. He broke the all-time record in for conditions, like all-time conditions, like raining, great weather, whatever. Best time of 9.98 seconds. A high schooler. He is the number one draft for track and field coming out of high school right now. That is insane. He's going to beat Bolt. He's going to be the new Bolt. Number one recruit coming out. He sure is. Um, he also won another state title in the long jump, another in the 4 by 4 relay, and added USA track and field U-20 titles in the 100-meter and 200-meter run. I mean, this kid is a cheetah. He's probably making the rest of these people feel a little inadequate. I mean, they're obviously at the top of their game right now, but he, they're at the top of their game, and they're in their 30s. He's at the top of his game, and he's, what, 17? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he he just graduated, so he's like either 17 or 18. Yeah, he's not going down, that's for sure. He's just going to get faster. Um, also, best breakthrough athlete, really quick, Saquon Barkley. I really love him. He's I loved so... him in um, college. I love him in the pros. He looked, when he went up on stage, I was so excited for him to win this award. Um, he uh, plays for the New York Giants. But when he went up to receive this award, all I thought about was he looked like he was going to like a military ball. <laughs> he just looked so like, not stiff. Stiff is the wrong word, but proper. And He's a dapper yes, guy. Like, dapper he, is the right word. Anytime I've glasses, watched him do interval, like interviews on college game day or anything, he really... He really pulls it together. He presents himself top notch twenty four seven anytime he's in front of the camera. It was it was so great. Oh, last night was full of so many, so many big moments, so much fun. I, there was so much more we wanted to get to, but we have to get to our no dumb questions before we wrap up our episode. Um, this week, actually, um, our our question comes directly from Therese in Minneapolis. Um, she wants to know, how does the point system work to determine the world player rankings in golf? For example, and she writes, at time of question, Rory McIlroy is third overall in ranking. An attractive man. Oh, he sure is. Now, to to um, dive a little deeper into this, we um, you can reference OWGR.com um, into the about section. But from what we have gathered... There is a whole list of tours that golfers play in, and they're eligible to be included in this ranking system. It is based on a two-year rolling point system. Any player that competes in any of these tournaments receives world ranking points based on their performance in those tours. And there's more of a an emphasis placed on the last 13 weeks so that you can take into account the play that you've had more recently. Mm -hmm. But it's two years rolling. If you've played in it, you're ranked, and they divide the number of points by the number of tournaments that you've played in to then give you an overall world ranking. And they also, uh, depending on how you finish in each one of those tournaments, also in conjunction with the difficulty of that course. So, for example, if it's the Masters or something, depending on where they play, they take that into effect. Also, divide everything out. It's math. 
and then they give you your world ranking. Again, uh, head to OWGR.com for deeper and (laughs) more intricate details than that. But that's the best way that I can kind of break it down from there. That's a... If any sport is going to be ranked on that sort of algorithm, it's going to be golf. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was reading it, and I was just like, my head hurts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Time for a nap. <laughs> uh, well, I think we did it. I think, we've, I think we got as much as we could. Yeah. I, I think if we would have done more, um, we'd probably fall asleep because there's so much we'd be talking until about 3 a.m. I know. I could talk about the SBs forever. I love awards. Me too. Well, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast of A Step One Learn Sport. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts because we have new episodes that come out every other Thursday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and 104.5 The Zone's website where we have all of our past episodes too. You can subscribe, you can rate, leave us a little comment, listen every day to all of your other sports content, headlines, entertaining personalities on 104.5 The Zone. Thank you so much to our producer, Arby's. Follow us on Twitter at S1LS Podcast. And don't forget to send us your hashtag, no dumb questions. We'll be sure to bring them up in two weeks when we're back. See you next time.